In just under two hours, we'll have a clearer picture of the shape of the next government. The final results of the election will be announced at two o'clock this afternoon, following the counting of around half a million special votes. Provisionally, National and Act have 61 seats in a 121-seat parliament, but that could well change. Whatever happens, National has said formal negotiations on, on governing arrangements will start with Act and potentially New Zealand First. Joining me now is our political reporter, Giles Dexter. Kia ora, Giles. Big day. Run us Huge. through exactly what will happen this afternoon and, and how those results will be announced. So in just around an hour, um, the Electoral Commission will hold a lock-up where the results will sort of start to be released and people can start pouring, journalists can start pouring over them. And then officially they'll come out at two. And that's when the madness and the real fun begins. It has been really, really quiet here for the last three weeks. So there'll be a bit of buzz around Parliament's corridors again. I mean, as, as things stand in the preliminaries, National Act can govern without New Zealand first, only just. But it's unlikely things will stay as they they are in the specials. They make up around one-fifth of the overall vote, vote. So there is still some potential for some thrills and spills to happen this afternoon. Remind us what seats are in play here and, and where the closest races are. The the closest race is in Teatatu in Auckland. Um, Nationals newcomer Angie Nicholas is just 30 votes ahead of Phil Twyford. Now, he's been an MP for 12 years. So if Angie Nicholas extends his uh, her lead, uh, Phil Twyford's career is over. Uh, in Nelson, uh, Nationals Blair Cameron is 54 votes ahead of Rachel Boyack. And neither of them are high up enough on their party lists. So whoever whoever loses that race is out of Parliament. Uh, Banks Peninsula, uh, Nationals Vanessa Weenink is 83 votes ahead of Labour's Tracy McClellan who is currently only just in on Labour's list, so she won't be, um, you know, she still has an anxious afternoon ahead of her. I mean, of all those ones where National is ahead of Labour, one of the most astounding ones from election night was Mount Albert, where Labour is just 106 votes ahead of National, Helen White ahead of Melissa Lee. That's, um, you know, Jacinda Ardern, David Shearer and Helen Clark's old seats. So that's, you know, if, if Melissa Lee manages to flip that, that will be an incredible fall for Labour. And when we do get these numbers in, what are some potential scenarios we could be looking at in terms of where the parties land? One of the really interesting things with National is that they performed so well in the electorates that they they only have five list spots in the preliminaries, which are taken up by Nicola Willis, Paul Goldsmith, Jerry Brownlee, Melissa Lee and Andrew Bailey, although he'll probably win the Port Waikato by-election, so come back in anyway. But if if National manages to hold on to all of those really tight electorates and lose out on a couple of list spots in the specials, that's some really experienced MPs who would have been looking at ministerial positions who will be out. Um, if they do lose a couple of seats, that means they lose a little bit of leverage in any deal they try and do with New Zealand First. Um, of course, New Zealand First is only on 6.46% in the preliminaries, so if they lose a couple of percent in the specials, they're out anyway. And um, the, you could see the Greens picking up um, a seat as well in the specials. Yeah, because the special votes tend to favour the left. Is that prediction going to continue this time? Um, not necessarily. I mean, Chris Luxon believes there could be a bit of resentment from Kiwis overseas who were shut out by MIQ, which you know could could swing things back to the right, make things even worse for Labour. But overseas voters are the minority of special voters. It's around eighty thousand of the five hundred sixty-seven thousand votes that we'll find out today have come from overseas. There, there will be a lot of renters who have recently changed electorates, younger people, and people who signed up on the day, which uh, will probably favour the left vote. Um, there's also usually a lot of Māori voters in the specials, which could 
even out Tipati Mahdi's overhang. Um, but if they manage to pick up a couple more electorates, um, then that could expand the overhang even further. It feels a little bit like election day 2.0. What are we expecting to happen from, from the parties after the results? So, yeah, once once the results are out, uh, various different party leaders will be holding stand-ups, so it will sort of feel like election day again. Uh, Chris Hipkins and Chris Luxon are both in Wellington. David Seymour's in Auckland. Um, it's unlikely a government will be formed today. Um, you know, National Act and New Zealand First will want to take their time and really get into the nitty-gritty now, now that they know exactly how much leverage they've got over each other. Um, Chris Luxon's already ruled out going to the Pacific Islands Forum next week in order to, you know, stay here and focus on getting a deal. But he would ideally like to go to APEC in the US in a week and a half, though, so he maybe will want to try and form something by then. We will see what happens as the cookie crumbles. Thank you very much. That is Giles Dexter, our political reporter.